Welcome to Just Talking Story, brought to you by LifeWithAngie.com, home of the blog, We're Not Crazy, We're Just a Little Insane. Now, let's talk story. The best way to describe my wife, Angie, is a highly medicated free spirit. See, in our family's world, there are three ways of doing things. There's the right way, the wrong way, and any way Angie sees fit. In Angie's way, logic is conveniently left out, as is quite a lot of forethought and planning, but it sure does provide for some fun stories. My youngest son, Tristan, came home one summer day with one of his buddies. He discovered his mom in the backyard cleaning the pool in a bathing suit top and granny panties. The young friend, knowing the ways of Angie, was quite impressed, but greatly disturbed at the same time. Tristan, of course, was mortified and urgently requested that his mother please put some clothes on. I have clothes on, and what are you doing home so early, was his mother's reply. No explanation was offered for the unique outfit. There was another occasion when I was getting after Tristan when he was a teenager and still living at home. His hairstyle was a cross between the Beatles and Ozzy Osbourne. It depended on whether there was a comb involved in that day. Of course, Angie heard this and reacted in her protective mama bear way by running out of the bedroom into the living room and exclaiming, Derek, leave him alone. Mom said Tristan. You're in your underwear. Oh, said the mama bear, as she beat a hasty retreat back to her den. You see, all through the 45 years that I've spent with Angie, she's been delighting me with her world. Once we were going out to dinner when my parents, uh, with my parents during our courtship when I noticed a large lump of hair at the inside knee area of her pantyhose. When I pointed out this furry phenomenon, she exclaimed with her usual, oh, and proceeded to reach down her pantyhose to remove the offending item right there and then. This was not what I expected, as we had only reached first base in our relationship, and I wasn't quite sure if this was even on the normal playlist. Maybe it could be referred to as a shortstop or a foul ball, but I was quite sure it didn't involve any of the then-known base system of the 1970s dating manual. One of Angie's many admirable qualities is her obsession with not embarrassing anyone in any way, shape, or form. Anything Angie thinks may even be slightly offensive is quickly dealt with in her own unique way. On one occasion, she was driving up to Yuba City with a married couple that we know, and just as they were about to leave, Angie remembered that she lacked the necessary feminine products she needed for the day. She rushed back into the house to collect them and discovered that she didn't bring anything to put these allegedly offensive items in so as not to embarrass the husband of the couple. This is again an example of Angie's unique thought process as most people assume that he knows all about those feminine hygiene accessories as he'd been married to his wife for quite some time. Angie's solution to this dilemma was to stuff three of these things into her bra. Of course, by the time she got back to the car, she had entirely forgotten about the stowaways. It wasn't until she visited the ladies' room later that day that she remembered she had them, but she couldn't quite recall where she put them. She improvised the needed items, and when she went to wash her hands, she looked in the mirror to see a large pink package sticking up between her mama melons and out of her blouse. Her friend that was with her just stood there in a quiet shock as Angie let out aloud, Oh, there you are, and proceeded to dig around uh, and produce two more. A while ago, Angie had called a friend of ours who owns a company that does carpet cleaning to get a large area rug cleaned in our living room. Now, the young man who was dispatched to our home turned out to be one of our kids' childhood buddies. 
After the job was done, Angie sat on the couch across from him, chatting about the past and the kids while she made out the check. And after he had left, she walked by the full-length mirror in our bedroom and noticed a slight problem with the pajama bottom she was wearing. It appeared that the two pieces of material at the seam of the crotch had had a serious disagreement and decided to totally separate from each other. This left Angie's nether regions fully exposed. According to Angie, undergarments are accessories that are not always necessary, in her opinion, and usually only gets put on when she remembers. Now Angie's in a panic, thinking that she has scarred this young man for life. Now, most normal thinking people would just adopt the attitude of let a sleeping dog lie. Angie does not have that type of thought pattern. Her logic is more like poke the sleeping dog with a stick until it tries to bite you. She immediately got on the phone and called me, and then she called all of our children, and then she called the company owner's wife to try and explain the unexplainable. To Angie's relief, our son, Ben, called Mike to inquire of his mental state and to see if he had sworn off the female species for life. Mike informed him that none of his mother's offending body parts were observed and expressed his appreciation for the heads up to keep his head down when he was around middle-aged women with blown-out pajamas. Now the ringtone for Angie's cell phone is the theme song by Queen from the 1980s movie Flash Gordon. Dum 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 flash She doesn't like my ringtone. Our number three child, Ashley, has been the most affected by her mother's clothing optional world. However, with constant therapy and counseling, I think we can get her through it. She holds the record in naked mom sightings. When Ashley was a teenager, she reached that point of normal annoyance with her parents, especially your mother, which all 16-year-old females do. My daughter's pet peeve was that her mother insisted that she kept her bedroom windows shut at night, as Angie was afraid of intruders entering to molest her. If this happened, I would fear for the intruder, as Ashley can get quite violent, not to mention physical, when rudely awakened. Well, one night, Angie woke me up at 2 a.m. to inform me that she was sure Ashley had left her window open again. She wanted me to go check it out. As this was not one of my greatest concerns, and the fact that she woke me up at 2 a.m., I was not willing to comply. Angrily muttering to herself about her useless husband, she got up and grumbled, Fine, I'll do it myself. It's good to note here that Angie sleeps in the same nightgown that she wore when she was born. That's called naked. She crept into Ashley's room only to discover that her dark suspicions were correct. The window was indeed open. Now my beloved wife decided to lean across our sleeping daughter to shut it. She didn't realize that Ashley had left a glass of water on the windowsill. Of course, gravity being what it is and the fact that Angie's involved, the water ends up being spilled onto Ashley's head. Ashley rose up her head to begin protesting her rude awakening, only to have her cheek slapped by a wet, hanging mom boob as Angie tried to treat, uh, beat a hasty retreat. This, this produced screams and shouting for both of them. I heard this from my room and happily rolled over and put my pillow over my head until the ruckus had died down, grateful I was not involved. Angie didn't say anything when she slipped back into bed, but it took two days for Ashley to come out of that fetal position she was in. It was within two weeks of this fiasco that Angie again awakened me to tell me that she again was sure that Ashley had left her window open. My response was the same as usual. Let them take her. Angie, of course, decided to go check it out herself and crept out of our room to peek into Ashley's room. 
The sight that greeted my daughter as she returned from the kitchen with her glass of water was a clear view of her mother's bare backside as she poked her head into her room. Oh my God, Mom, she shouted. This started Angie screaming. The water flew out, resulted in more therapy for Ashley and another story for me. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that story. If you have any suggestions or comments, uh, please leave them at lifewithangie.com on the comment page. They'll get to me. If you'd like to buy the storyteller a cup of coffee, well, it just happens to be a coffee cup icon that you can click on to do that. We'll see you next time.